This is so wizarding. This is Montego Bradley from Fans of Patrol, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you said people are going to die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. No one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 284 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield, away on assignment this week. So we'll start off with the expert, Mr. Marquis Markellis Rake. Hello, hello, hello. What's going on, everybody? What's up, everybody? And as we're doing a horror movie this week, obviously we don't have Aubrey with us, so we got to get the king of noise. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Dee Dee Sweets. You're a nobody, Palpatine. (laughs) You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got some nerdy news, including a final trailer for Birds of Prey. And then we're going to review the new movie starring everyone's favorite actress from Twilight, Kirsten Stewart, Underwater. Before we get into all that, how's everyone doing, Didi? We have not heard from you in a while. How are you? I'm good, man. Just out here trying to be a film student. You know, super cliche, writing at Starbucks and whatnot. How are classes going so far, man? Good. Um, three A's, one B. Oh, nice. I mean, the B was in world cinema. I mean, there's only so much silent air shit I can take. Mm-hmm. But everything's good, man. No complaints. Nice. Awesome. What about you, Mark? How's it going? I was going good. Another week. Another screening of uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker in the belt. Oh, Jesus. So, uh, yeah. You're out of control. No, I am just getting warmed up. I'll show you I'll show you out of control, <laughs> goddammit. I guess. Jesus. How many is that now? Um, only four. Only four. I still got a few more to, to, to clock in. But uh, I keep waiting for it. As I'm watching watching it again, I'm like, I'm waiting for it to, uh, for me to to have that Phantom Menace moment when I watch the movie, and I'm like, oh yeah, it is a bad movie, um, <laughs> and that hasn't happened yet. I had more fun this time than I have like all the other times, um, almost. Uh, it's still I s- still enjoy it. It it reminds me of it, it's got to be all of the fan service stuff because it reminds me of how I felt when I was about ten years old and uh, I was in love with. Empire Strikes Back. Like, that was my jam uh, when I was 10. And something about this movie just, it brings that feeling, like, right back to me. Uh, and I couldn't quite put my finger on it until I watched it again. And that, that's what it is. It's that I'm instantly taken back to that time when I absolutely loved Star Wars. A uh, 10-year-old version of me would absolutely be freaking out over this movie. So, uh, yeah, I enjoy it. And I will be seeing it some more times. You are out of control. Oh, bless your heart, baby. <laughs> And how are you doing, Joey? I'm good. Uh, I fi- we're finally through the holiday hours at work. So this week I had three days off. Took an extra day off just to recover. Um, and I went to the movies twice in two days. So. Jesus. <clears throat> yep. Well, the kids are in school, so I'm just home by myself. So I went and saw Cats on uh, Wednesday. Mm, which is mm, mm. we're going to be reviewing for our Patreon this month. So I mums the word on that. <laughs> right. If, if uh, the audience wants to hear our take on cats, definitely uh, join us on Patreon. Subscribe to us on Patreon. And then I saw Underwater the day afterwards. Um, I was going to make it a, a super long day. I was trying to go see Parasite that night with my daughter, but the only showing we could go to was at 9.45 p.m. and I was dying by that point. So. Yeah. Plus, it's on Fire Stick, so it's like it's really hard to motivate myself <laughs> to go spend more money. But that's okay. This is, the week is young, but. right? So yeah, just been going to the movies, hanging out. Thank God I had a Cinemark coupon for Cats, so I didn't pay any money for that. <laughs> nice. That's always good. 
Right, right. So that's it. that's the excitement. Just been going to the movies, hanging out, getting caught up on life because now the holidays are thankfully over. <laughs> but enough about us, Marcellus. Why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast? All right. So everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week, uh, movie reviews occasionally from yours truly, Netflix and Amazon and Hulu streaming picks from our buddy the awesome Adam Mollyhawk. Uh, you also find our merchandise there so you can purchase some of our Soul Wizard t-shirts and sweatshirts and look good while you're representing the show. Uh, another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on that website. Click on the Amazon logo, do your shopping, receive your products, and that way you'll be helping out our tiny little podcast. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, you can also find us on the Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone, Podbean, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Spotify. Uh, as I mentioned before, we have a Patreon page, patreon.com backslash so is our podcast where you can support our show each month with a little bit of scratch and receive some bonus content. Uh, we also have a YouTube page where Adam Mollyhawk is uploading videos constantly, uh, some really cool ones, so definitely check that out. YouTube, uh, search YouTube for So Is Our Podcast. A uh, shout out to everybody in the Geek World All Stars Podcast and Network. Back to you, Joey. That's not fair, Arian. I hate you. <laughs> All right, brother. It's time. It's time. It's news time. What do you got for us this week? Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right. So this this week in nerdy news, uh, there was a couple of uh, directing director stories that came out. So, Didi, this might be very interesting for you, seeing how you're a film school student. Uh, <clears throat> number one I wanted to talk about was Scott Derrickson, uh, the director of Doctor Strange, has bowed out of Doctor Strange 2, uh, Multiverse of Madness, due to creative differences, which is very shocking to me because I actually thought he did a really good job with uh, the first Doctor Strange movie. Um, I do know that uh they already announced these movies so they already have like a date plan so now that the director is gone i don't know what they're going to do as far as that date goes if they're going to push it back if this is going to mess up all the other films that are scheduled to come out after that uh is this going to screw up the the disney plus tv show that's supposed to tie into it him dropping out just creates a ripple effect i'm sure across all of the mcu and uh, i'm 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 disappointed that he's not directing it. I'm psyched that he's going to stay on as an executive producer. Um, but this is some unusual, kind of unusual territory for the MCU. What do you guys think of Scott Derrickson bouncing out of Doctor Strange? Uh, let's start with our guest, Dee Dee. Did they learn nothing from the whole Ant-Man debacle? <laughs> hey, man, those two movies uh, were somewhat profitable. So, uh True. They, they learned it would something. have been what? Oh, oh, I'm sorry, bro. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was gonna say they did learn something. They learned that they didn't need Everett Wright. That's a damn shame because I still want to. Never mind. Let me let me not go that route because I'm gonna sound like what it didn't release the Snyder cut, motherfuckers. <laughs> but no, nah, I'm disappointed, man, because I was really looking forward to this. Um, but you know, I guess Kevin and company know what the fuck they're doing. I guess. I mean, Hawkeye has been delayed, so there's that. Oh, Disney Jade just announced recently that uh, that was a rumor. It's not. It's not official yet. Wait. So it's not delayed indefinitely. Nope, not delayed indefinitely. Disney confirmed that that is a rumor. Yo, fuck Marvel, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it sucks though. It really sucks. Um, whoever they get as his replacement has some mighty big shoes to fill. But what's the point of going through with it when your villain? Is na- well, the, the villain's name is Nightmare, right? That that was supposed to be the main villain, Nightmare? Mm, I don't or, know. I forget. But if you're supposed to have like a fucking horror element, what, what are you going to do? Like, what what is this? Am I going to get like a, it's a small world after all version of uh, Doctor Strange? Like, what what's, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm still going to be there tonight. It comes out, though, because right. I'm a masochist. <laughs> right, right. There's no way you're not going to miss, you're going to miss an MCU movie. <laughs> Opening week. Hell that's, that's no. Not happen. No, I've seen all of them, even whack ass Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. So, <sighs> all right. Well, it was yeah, nice, it was nice yeah, having you on the show, Dee. 
It was nice. It was all nice right, having well, you on the so show. So Wizard Podcast wishes Didi Sweets all the best <laughs> in their future endeavors. Good night, everyone. Really, <laughs> really, really. Hashtag that's my uh, fetish. Really. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't even remember which one we're talking about with that hashtag. So. <laughs> the Witcher episode. <laughs> oh right, right, right. The Hunchback. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right, wow. so so Joy, what about you, man? How do you feel about Scott Derrickson bouncing out of uh, Doctor Strange? Who cares? Really? Come wow. on. You didn't like the first one? I, I liked the first one enough, but like, I don't think the direction was anything like so crazy that I'm like, oh my god, not Scott Derrickson leaving, oh, and like clutching my <laughs> pearls or anything. Like, okay, I'm sure they'll find somebody else that can make like <laughs> a Phase One style Marvel movie. <laughs> James Gunn. No, he's busy. Neil Marshall, come on down. Oh, wow. That's a good idea, man. I like that. I would cream my pants over that. Hashtag, that's my fact. <laughs> Neil Marshall directing. Uh, but, uh, Wait, yeah, that's I mean, the guy who did uh, In Time, right? No, he did uh, Doomsday, Dog Soldiers, The Descent. And then uh, some other movies that weren't so good. Some really good episodes of Game of Thrones. And he got really screwed over doing Hellboy. Ooh. I mean, the last time MCU had someone uh, affiliated with Game of Thrones, we got The Dark World. So, you sure? These were really good episodes of Game of Thrones. So, not just some random guy that directed. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to see him get a chance. I mean, most of the um, work's pretty much been done. At this point, I would assume they're getting ready to to roll. So it's really just need somebody to step in and point the camera. Yeah, yeah. As long as uh, my number one MCU waifu uh, Scarlet Witch is in the movie, still we're all good. So and uh, yeah, I'll be there day one either way. So <laughs> that's fine. I just don't think you're gonna get anybody too crazy. Like like not even joking aside, like Neil Marshall level of somebody would be about what you're gonna get. Like I don't, I don't expect like Quentin Tarantino to start walking through the door or something. Shit. I don't know. I Mark heard. Ellis, who do you want uh, to direct this movie? Oh, J.J. Uh, Abrams, easily. Oh, God, get the fuck out! <laughs> the dead speak! Exclamation point. <laughs> I'm just. Kidding. That's no way to treat your lightsaber. <laughs> I was wrong. Fuck the last Jedi. He might as well just said that. I'm. I'm just kidding. I don't want J.J. To do that, uh, I would like to see Mike Flanagan uh, directed. He did uh, uh, Doctor Sleep this past year, which is one of my favorite movies of uh, last year. Um, yeah, I slept on that, and I'm mad at myself. But I'm gonna get that director's cut when it drops. There you go. There you go. He has a he has a really good way of uh, adapting other people's work and making it, uh, you know, making it seem um, palatable for normal people. So I and, and he's a horror director in a way. So. I think he would be like the perfect choice to do it. And he's right underneath the radar uh, so that he's not like a super big director. Uh, I think mm. I think Marvel could get him. Uh, and if they did, it's, that would be like it for me. I'll be, I'll be psyched for that. It's probably going to be somebody that's made some kind of indie horror movie or indie something movie that you barely have heard of. Only Mark and Amanda have heard of. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they're like throw them on the movie and they'll they'll be like here's 50 grand and a ham sandwich go direct the movie. <laughs> probably oh the disrespect well hey it's it's been working so far i'm not gonna argue with very it. true very true yeah scott derrickson was that guy he was the guy that was making those you know four million dollar blumhouse movies before uh what, what was the horror movie he made i, I get all the titles screwed up so i want to say he did sinister with, was uh, that the one with Ethan yeah, Hawke? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that was good. So, yeah, but I think he, there he, was like Sinister Two, Sinister Harder, or something, and it was really bad. <laughs> Not Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> no. <laughs> How dare you disparage Electric Boogaloo? <laughs> hey, I love that Sin- piece of shit. I grew up. Sinister with it. would fall down the stairs, turn into someone t- like three feet taller and a hundred pounds heavier, and then turn back into himself at the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> Yeah, they work with what they had. That's right. That's right. All right. So, so we're we're gonna be keeping an eye on uh, Doctor Strange too. See what happens. See what indie director gets to step up to the big leagues and fall under Kevin Feige's rules. Mm-hmm. Was the actress that directed Book Smart? 
Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde is not doing Dark to Strange too. There you go. Sign it. Nope, nope. It'd be more like Elizabeth yeah. Banks. Oh, 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 fuck no. Written no. by Elizabeth Banks, starring Elizabeth Banks, directed look, by no, Elizabeth Banks. Look, no disrespect to Elizabeth, but but no, no. <laughs> please, no. I mean, no. 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 She makes her voice loud enough. She's probably one of the first no. ones to be like, why can't I do an MCU movie? And they'll be like, well, all right. Let's make her do an MCU movie. Get Bryce yeah, Dallas Howard. seems to look like an episode of NCIS. <laughs> oh, shit. Get Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, why not? Why not? So, yeah, we'll be watching this uh, very closely. All right. So, uh, speaking of directors, uh, it looks like another movie that's been having a little bit of director issues has been the uh, the Uncharted movie. I think they've gone Ugh. through about six directors so far, and they just lost the last one. But there's a rumor that Ruben Fleischer, he of uh, the classic film Venom. Oh, God. And uh, Zombieland, the two Zombieland flicks. Uh, he's in a running to possibly pick up the Uncharted movie. Uh, it already has a release date. It's coming out December 2020, no matter who's directing it. So uh, they got to get somebody on board because if they don't, Tom Holland uh, won't be available. And uh, then it's a whole thing of casting. And you know Sony's going to keep their Tom Holland in a pocket. So um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, Ruben Fleischer, I did not like Venom. I actually did enjoy uh, the second Zombieland movie. So you know he's kind of back in my good graces. I think he might be a good fit for this. Uh, I don't know. I'm psyched for it. Joey, how do you feel about uh, Ruben Fleischer possibly doing an Uncharted movie? Uh, should I even be interested? Because he's going to quit within like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, this one might um, stick. There, there's a release date, so this one might stick. Oh, okay. That that that, that always works out well, doesn't <laughs> it? The release date before there's a director in a script and anything else. It's been a release date for how many years? That's how you get La Momia. Oh, uh, yeah. Or Solo. Star Wars story. Oh, yeah. goddamn. Or a Solo. Or uh, Amelia Clark. Hey, it made the release date. That's all that matters. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it didn't it make any money. Uh, it made the release date. this Gambino. I went to see it for him and for Bradford Young because he's an amazing cinematographer. There you go. Where, 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 how come James Cameron can be like, yeah, Avatar's coming out where I fucking feel like it. <laughs> Because he's the only one who wants it. And then the other people are like, Uncharted's coming out this day. I don't care if you have a script or not. Just film it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Throw Tom Holland in like a, a Urban Outfitter shirt in front of a camera. Do something. <laughs> wow. There you go. Christmas 2020. Um, done. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, was, uh, we'll see. I, I am vaguely interested in an Indiana Jones-style adventure movie with Tom Holland. Um if it ever gets off the ground and the games are cool. So, I mean, Didi, you've played the games, right? Um, I won't lie to you. I've tried. I bought, no, wait, did I buy it? Or I think I got the Uncharted collection for free. I tried it and I put it down just like the Witcher. So you didn't like the Witcher. I'm sorry. The Witcher three. Sorry about that. Yeah. Like I bought that shit for 15 bucks, played it for 30 minutes and then deleted it from my Xbox. Wow. I mean, it's not a bad guy. It's not a bad game. It's not a bad game. It's just I know me. I'd rather play Overwatch some more. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I I understand that vibe. It's like I me I just go back and play Fight Night on 360. Still, game's like 12 <laughs> years old. Like, oh, this is great! Yay! Nice. Um, yeah. So I mean, I'd like to see it if it ever comes out. And I I don't know at this point. It's starting to become like one of those movies we're always talking about like every three months. It never seems to actually come out. Ironically, kind of like Ruben Fleischer's Venom. Oh, God. Yeah, we talked about that for (laughs) almost five years. All right, so, Didi, how do you feel about uh, Ruben Fleischer possibly doing this movie? Um, nah. (laughs) Um, shout out to my brother who gave me his, like, 4K copy of Venom because he has God knows how many copies of it for some reason. Um, I refuse to watch that again. Um, I'm still mad at him for uh, Gangster Squad. I'm just nah, nah. And it's funny. I bought the um, the uh, the Zombie Land uh, two pack on uh, Voodoo, so I'm gonna watch that shit later. So if you say it's good, then I'll take your word. Well, did it, you but... did you like the first Zombie Land? Oh hell yeah! Okay. It was it was it, it was good. It was unexpected. And what was that other joint he did? What was it? Thirty seconds or less, or was it thirty minutes or less? 
I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember him doing another one after that. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, that was like a uh, comedic dramatization of the guy that was forced to rob a bank with the bomb on his neck. Yeah, I mean, I mean, at least it wasn't American Ultra. <laughs> oh Jesus, that's that's but, what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, but um, it's uh, who knows, man. Am I going to see it if it ever comes out? Sure. I had another director in mind, but I wasn't sure if you were going to talk about that yet or if you talked about it already. Did you guys talk about The Flash yet? <laughs> Not specifically, but it seems like we're always talking about The Flash. Okay, because that's the director right there. Um, what's his name? Andy Mush... I, I, I don't know, but the guy who did um, Chapter 1 and 2 of It. Right. That's the motherfucker you need to hire for Doctor Strange, but if they got rid of Scott Derrickson, it's probably going to be the same damn thing. I could dream. Yeah, you know what? Um... Well, no, I think Warner Brothers has him locked in. I think that's why he's doing the Flash. I think Warner Brothers got him on contract. He's doing oh. something for Netflix, too. The guy guy's busy as hell. Every time you turn around, he's attached to something. He was supposed to be doing yeah. Attack on Titan. Yeah, that's right. Ew, no! <laughs> I mean, he's the brilliant director, yes, but no! Hollywood needs to leave anime alone. God damn. Even though Battle Angel Alita was dope. What? That the, was lucky. What, what, that was lucky. What do they need yes, to leave alone? Um, they need to leave anime alone and oh my god, don't you don't you do it. Don't you do it. Why don't you understand that anime belongs in the trash? <laughs> it's just setting you up there, buddy. This is what I signed up for. I, I knew what I was walking into, but yeah. Leave it alone. Le- leave it alone. I'm sorry. Leave it alone. Well, we'll be watching this. We got a year. We got to the end of the year. We'll see who wins the Uncharted Directors uh, Lottery. By the end of the uh, year. Black Adam, that's who wins. <laughs> All right, so then, uh, last bit of news, we got a new trailer for Birds of Prey. Uh, the I want to say it's the final trailer because I believe the movie's coming out in February. And this one has, uh, it takes a, a little bit more liberties with the way that they're laying out the story. It seems a little more zany. Uh, they use a really good Bjork song um, or a Bjork cover, even though it's not Bjork singing. Uh, to like lay it out, and it's uh, another uh, unreliable narrator story, which is ironic because that's what the Joker was. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I like the the teaser. Um, I really like the second one that they dropped. I was like really excited for it. This one, for some reason, like the more I see it, the more that I'm 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 less convinced that it's actually going to be good. Even though it gives what everyone wanted before, like they you want to see. Ewan McGregor in a black mask, you get the black mask. You want to see uh, Black Canary do the the scream and break shit? That happens. So all of that's in the trailer, but I don't know, something about the way that they put it together just, I don't know, it made me lose a lot of confidence. But um, Didi, what did you think of this new Birds of Prey trailer? I'm still going to see it because I'm curious and hey, Margot Robbie and the rest of the cast, but there's just something about that final trailer. One, that's really the final trailer? That's Is that really the final trailer? Yeah, it's got to be. The movie's coming out next month, so I don't think they're going to put anything else in the theaters before that or after that. The, tra- the trailer before this one should have been the final trailer because that's the one that had me hyped. This one was like, Yo, what the fuck? Like, is this, the, the fuck is this? I'm still going to watch it, though, because mm-hmm. I, I love the cast. The cast is dope. I'm just hoping it's good. I'm hoping they let this director do her thing and, you know, didn't suicide squat it up. <laughs> so we will see what happens. I will be there the night it comes out and I'll be ready to talk shit immediately after. Mm-hmm. All right. Joey, what about you, man? What'd you think of his newest uh, trailer? Um, it gave me weird vibes too. Um, it reminded me a lot of the suicide squad trailers. It was cut to music. It looked like it'd be really cool. It seemed like it was a lot of fan service and like this is you guys like this. This is what you want, right? Look at yeah. But I almost I almost feel like we've seen I almost feel like we've almost seen the whole movie at this point. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like I've almost seen too much at this point from the movie. I, I still get a weird vibe that the movie is Harley Quinn some kind sometimes featuring Birds of Prey. <laughs> right. Um, which I guess makes sense. See, that's the problem with the DCEU is they haven't earned the right with the audiences like Marvel has. So Marvel, and this isn't supposed to be some nyan-nyan, nana-boo-boo thing up to DC, but Marvel <laughs> built up the goodwill where they can say, hey, here's Eternals. And people are like, wow, that looks really cool. 
<laughs> you're like fucking Eternals. Are you kidding me? Um, whereas <laughs> you know DC's like, hey, Birds of Prey, which is a fucking awesome comic book uh, back in the day, and but they have to like shove Harley Quinn like front and center in it to make anyone want to actually go see it because you know, people just don't trust DC enough yet to be like, oh, I'll check out this thing that I don't quite know what it is. So the brand isn't strong enough to carry the characters at this point. So uh, I just, I, I just hope it's not going to be that kind of movie where it's like 99.9% Harley and like nothing for birds of prey. Cause I was really looking forward to birds of prey, um, even though there's no Oracle. So it's not hashtag, not my birds of prey. But. <laughs> you know, I was, but uh... yeah, it gives me weird suicide squad vibes from the trailer. Um, yep. It scares me because that movie was doo doo feces. It wasn't that that bad. It wasn't good. Katana, she's got my back. <laughs> Damn it. We're a family, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was. I saw an interview with uh, Margot Robbie, and she was kind of talking about how this movie came to be. And, um, you know, she was doing research on Harley Quinn, and uh, she came across the Birds of Prey books. And she herself wanted to do, like, an all-female kick-ass action movie. So it was kind of her idea to, like, bring in a Birds of Prey. It wasn't necessarily... Uh, DC EU wanted to do it. So if this this movie's gonna ride or it's gonna live or die based on Margot Robbie's choices. So I'm hoping that that uh, they're gonna do everything correctly, um, and that it's fun. It is weird to see these characters that are pretty much like comic book characters in a R-rated setting. You know what I mean? Like seeing her like inhale coke to like beat up bad guys, uh, which is you know it's a little Deadpoolish, and that's fine for Deadpool. But you have you know, Huntress and a girl who's eventually going to be Batgirl in an R-rated movie with that. You know, there's something about that that seems weird. It seems odd to me, but that's just me. Uh, so like I said, it is coming out in February. We will definitely be talking about that movie here on the show. Yes, we will be. Um, I got my fingers crossed. I hope it's not going to be terrible. One can only hope, man. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it for the news. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk all about underwater. Hey, Michelle. Yeah? Let's get this uh, promo recorded before the kids run in. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> hey, everybody, this is Dino. And Michelle. And we're here with Hub Podcast. We've had a few small changes, but we're still here giving you talk about film, faith, Family, TV, TV, whatever we feel like talking about. And what do we say? <laughs> Be decent to each other. All right, guys. You can catch us on Spotify, Anchor, Podbean, and all your favorite podcatchers. And we're back. All right, guys. We all had a chance to see the new movie, Underwater. And uh, this stars Kirsten Stewart, uh, T.J. Miller, a couple other people, uh, Jessica Henwick, and wow. some other uh, people. Um, and we all had a chance to see it, so we'll go non-spoiler to start, and then we'll jump into spoilers and tell about what we thought. But just to start, we'll start with our guest, Dee Dee. What did you think, non-spoiler impressions of Underwater? I actually enjoyed it, and I was shocked. Wow. Really? I thought I was secretly signed up for those, uh, what do you guys call that? Uh, I hate you like, now watch. I, yeah, <laughs> I thought that's what this was going to be. Like, oh, man, y'all set me up, man, because I keep talking about Miss Marvel. This is this is payback. I know it. <laughs> but it was surprisingly good. Um, I wasn't mad at all. Well, no, that's a lie. I got to save that for the uh, spoiler part. But um, it was pretty impressive, especially for the budget. Like, they did this shit for $80 million. Oh, actually, allegedly sixty million. So what was the other twenty promotion? Uh, it might have been eighty million total. Yeah. They did a shitty job on promotion then, um, but then again, they put it in the first or second week of January, so it shows you how much faith they had in it. It's yeah. It, this movie's three years old. So. <laughs> oh goddamn! Yep. Yeah, it's been sitting on a shelf for three years. Well, they put it out, um, and Kristen Stewart didn't annoy the fuck out of me like she usually does. Um, yeah, that's yeah, that's all I, I can say without well, spoiling spoiler, the fuck yeah, out of it. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, not bad, y'all, not bad. What about you, Mark Ellis? Yeah, I thought it was okay. 
I thought it was okay. I really wanted to like love this movie. I was hoping it was going to be like another uh, uh, like low budget sci fi movie that no one really cares about, but surprisingly good. Oh, like Deep Star Six. <laughs> or uh, wait, what is that movie with uh, Treat Williams, Joey, that you love so much? Oh, uh, Deep Rising. Deep Rising. Yes. Love yeah. That movie. <laughs> yes. It's I, I own that terrible. I love it. That's all you need to know. I have that on Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, I was God, hoping that movie's terrible. I was I hoping it. it was going to be another movie kind of like that, something that you know that only like a few hand handful of people really really love. Um, and I was, you know, I was with it. I was I was trying to be with the movie, uh, and then like three quarters of the way, I just couldn't. I just didn't care about what was happening, and then. And, and and well, we'll I'll save the other stuff for spoilers. But yeah, I I thought it was just okay. I was hoping for a little bit better. I think I, but I honestly do think that there was there might have been something wrong with my screening. Uh, I don't think the sound was set up correctly because I think uh, a lot of that stuff I had trouble um, following, and I'm not sure if it was the movie or if it was just the the presentation. Enjoy. What did you, what about you, man? What'd you think of it? Um, I liked it. I didn't dislike it. Um, you know what it really reminded me of? And it's something that isn't out there as much anymore just because of the way the world has turned, I guess, for media. Leviathan. Everything. Well, not just that, but, it, you know, it, it's a mid-budget sci-fi horror-ish movie. It's, it reminded me of a movie that you would be like, okay, Underwater came out in the movie theater, but you didn't go see it. But then you're in the checkout line at Target and it's on a rack for ten dollars and you're like, fuck it, I'll, I'll give that a try, ten bucks. And then you end up being like, oh, oh, this movie's pretty good, you know? Like so many movies back in the day, like one of the ones I think the most of, and it's not really the same genre, but was the first Crank. Mm. Like that came out on DVD. It didn't. It did. It didn't do great in the theaters, but you know, it made. And money. I think it, it was super low budget, so it might have like barely broke even. And then it came out on home video, and it was like just perpetually ten dollars or less at Target and Walmart. <laughs> and it sold so many copies that way that it got a sequel. So it just or like I just, you know I used to go to Best Buy every Tuesday and look at just oh what came out this week on DVD. <laughs> Be like oh this is a sci-fi movie. I like sci-fi movies and just buy it. Um, that's how I got like equilibrium and like all other movies, like, you know, like, and it just reminded me of that kind of movie. Like, like it just mid budget, you know, kind of under the radar sci-fi movie. I, the whole time I was watching it, all I could think of is my wife always likes to make fun of me. Cause you know, the tropes of alien slash aliens, uh, mm-hmm. that get regurgitated over and over and over and over again, much like die hard for action movies. It's die hard on a boat. It's die hard on a plane. It's die you're on a train. Um, you know, this gets regurgitated over it. And she'll, we'll see a trailer for something. Oh, it looks not, that doesn't look bad. She's like, how many times are you going to watch the same movie over and over again? <laughs> She's like, you've seen the movie before. You know what's going to happen. <laughs> the same movie. She's like, yeah. don't waste your money. Just go watch Aliens again. <laughs> Yo, you, you weren't lying. This shit reeks of alien homage. But I did like the director's uh, other movie, The Signal. I don't know if you guys saw that. Oh, wait. He did The Signal? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I own that movie. That one was uh, that one was dope, especially for... I forgot what the budget was for that one. It wasn't a lot. It it looked like it. It looked like they spent $80 million on The Signal, but that's just me. But yeah. That, yeah. Damn. Damn. Did, so you did see he that, lose Mark? a bet? No, I, I, I don't think I saw that. Who's in it? Uh, Lord, um, no, no, um, dude who plays uh, Robin, uh, in uh, Titans is in it. Oh, well, okay, then. yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> but uh, well, yo, Mark, if you need my voodoo password, just hit me up, man. I got it. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Thanks, man. <laughs> Fire stick will provide, Mark, but yeah, I mean, as in terms of under the so the signal, I really liked, um, well, not like super liked, but it was liked. a damn good concept for what it was. I liked it better than The Void, I'll tell you that. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, I was interested in this. Um, I, I liked it enough. Uh, that's the best I can say. I, you know, I went to a matinee. I, I don't feel like I wasted my money. So, but enough non-spoilers. There's only one way to talk about that, and that's with spoilers. So, Marcellus is going to play the spoiler sound drop. If you haven't seen the movie yet and you want to see it, obviously, this is your time to exit. But uh, if you have or you just don't care... 
Stick around, we're going to talk all about underwater. Spoiler alert! I had seen the future, and I had to prevent it. Alright guys, let's start with things we liked. Uh, Dee Dee, what are some things you liked about this movie? Um, the cinematography, that's for damn sure. There were some damn good shots. Um, Jessica Hamwick. Um, it was wonderful to see her and hear her in her regular ass voice. So that was a pleasure as much as I loved her in, um, what was that one? Uh, Iron Fist. Fist. Iron Fist. No. Daredevil. I mean, it would have been nice if she was a Daredevil. She could have benefited right. from that shit. But, um, yeah, she that's about it. Patootie, I'll tell you that. Yeah. 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 And, um, and it's funny you mentioned Alien in the non-spoiler part because uh, it just felt like her and Kirsten Stewart was, were on their uh, Ripley shit with um, a few scenes. Uh, I don't know how to put that into words, but was it really for science that they had to get out of them pants just, just, just to put them suits on? It's like, was even in Alien, was that shit for science? Like, in order to fight the Xenomorph, we need you to wear these hip huggers. Yes. 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 My kind of uh, science. As a, you know, <laughs> as a man of yeah, science, yeah. I will say it was definitely needed, and they definitely needed to show it to you. Exactly. Put them suits on. <laughs> drop them. Drop them. Drop. Put science. them suits on. Like I guess. I'm. I'm. I'm not gonna lie and say I didn't enjoy it. That was great. I mean, God bless them. It was lovely to look at. But um, that, like, like, yo, did they really need to do that at all? But oh, the um costume design. Um, because I am super convinced after seeing this that they could do a fucking Gears of War movie. Yeah, someone else that was saying that too. It reminded him of Gears of War, and I was like, "What's Gears of War?" Uh, amazing, <laughs> but I mean, but I've only played Gears of War five, and I still need to finish that shit. But um, yeah, it's um, they could definitely pull that off like that, or if they wanted to do a Lost Planet movie, which I don't know if that's a deep cut for all you gamers out there, but um, yeah, that's about it. That's that's what I like. There's a ton that I didn't like. <laughs> That's that's next. Hold on. I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> holding. Bro. I'm I'm holding. <laughs> How about you? What are some things you liked about the movie? Uh, things I liked about the movie. I really like the fact that it starts off right. Uh, the beginning of the movie is is the action point. It there's no like really build up. There's like a ton of um. There's like a ton of uh like newspaper clippings. And I'm trying, and I, and whenever they start a movie off with that, it's like, okay, I know all of this is going to be relevant in a story. So I'm trying to read all of the newspaper clippings. I'm trying to remember how everything is set up, um, and it's a lot of it. And after a while, I'm like, I don't, I don't care. I just, I can't even, I can't keep up with what's going on. But I did like the fact that the, from the first, like, I don't know, two minutes of the movie, they're immediately in danger. Um, so that I thought was really cool. Uh, I liked the the scenes of people imploding because <laughs> you don't really get this, you, don't, you don't get to see that in, in underwater oh, oh, movies that was too nice. much. <laughs> I really really enjoyed that, um, and I also really enjoyed the third act of this movie. I think the third act is the strongest part because um, it finally like gets to be that really cheesy B action movie that you're kind of hoping for. Um, everything else is like a suspense thriller, and it's good but i think the the third act is where it really shines um and i actually really like tj miller he was surprisingly funny i thought he was gonna annoy me but he actually had some good jokes in it so um and i, I like seeing vincent casal back in the movies too he's always yeah. cool he's always cool so uh yeah that's what i like and i agree with you Didi. uh hearing jessica um uh jessica henwick's voice her, her natural like accent it warms my heart makes me feel good i, I like need, it i need more of that yep seriously um, I will be buying that shit when it's on sale for ten dollars on uh, <laughs> Fandango now, just for that, and along uh, along with the other stuff we talked about. Mm. Because hey, I like people, half naked people. It's a wonderful thing. <laughs> I'm gonna wait until I'm in line at Target and I see it at the rack next to me. Like, oh, <laughs> underwater! There <laughs> Super it is. Super tame, baby. <laughs> All right, Joey. What about you, man? What did you like about it? Um, I really liked the production design. Yeah. I think all the sets and everything looked good. Um, I feel like they got the most out of the one hallway set that they built. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's not noticeable. They do a really good job of, of using practical effects 
for the most part in the movie. Um, this will come up again in a, in a few minutes, but I, I liked the breakneck pace of the movie. It literally starts and it's, it's go. It's go time within like 30 seconds of the movie start. Yep. <laughs> and it does not let up for the whole time. Um, the, there was a part where they're crawling through the rubble. It reminded me a lot of the descent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was one of my favorite horror movies of all time. So let's not get it twisted. This was not even a pimple on that movie's <laughs> ass, but um, seriously, you know, th- that was quite, that's the part where I was watching and I was like, Oh, thank God we didn't make Aubrey watch this. Yeah. yeah she would have definitely not out scary at though. Yeah, but it, it's it was almost the scariest part of the movie. It was just the claustrophobia of them crawling through space. Dude, you know, yeah, yeah, that shit did give me a tiny bit of anxiety. Like, you know, that shit was wild. So kudos to that. When they were crawling through and she comes across that dead body, all of a sudden, that jump, yeah, that I, shit I was wild. Yeah, Aubrey would have she wouldn't have, she wouldn't have handled that very well. No, I thought Kirsten Stewart was not awful in the movie, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and she certainly looks good in her underwear. Captain, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, it, the, as it gets further on in the movie, and we get into more monsters, and it gets more and more batshit nutty. I really liked that. <laughs> yep. Too, but uh, we'll get into this a little later. I just wish there was more. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll get that into what we didn't like, but yeah, I mean, it, it was just a good riff on Alien Aliens. That's all it was. This is just a, a different riff on Alien, um, and it, it's just competently done. It was it was just kind of there to watch. Um, I did really like a lot of the stuff that they did, though. They did, definitely played with the water and the claustrophobia of everything really well, and I think that was probably the thing I enjoyed the most of it, but. Now, what didn't you like? Didi, it sounds like you're chomping at the bit. Things you did not like about the movie, so go nuts. Okay. Um, Before I start this, um, black actors of America and the world, um, please refrain from doing a love movie with uh, Brie Larson, because if you are her love interest, nine times out of ten, you're going to be the first motherfucker to die in a horror (laughs) flick. Now this sounds like that, you, this sounds like yeah. you have some uh, some evidence to back up these uh, these claims because I'm I'm thinking about making yes. out with Brie Larson in like in a, in a couple of years. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the love interest in um, Unicorn Store was the only black dude in this movie, and he was the first motherfucker to go oh. within minutes. Did you so see her on Jimmy Kimmel a few weeks ago? You can kill me in every movie for the rest of my life, bro. <laughs> Lord Jesus, that dress. But um, good lord, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I wasn't happy about that. I sure as fuck wasn't happy that T.J. Miller didn't die fast enough. And the movie, like, I don't even know if we need to do a spoiler because the trailer spoiled the whole goddamn movie. Like, you've seen it. The very beginning of that trailer, that's how the shit starts off. Mm-hmm. You really don't need to watch it, even if it's on sale or if you got a homie who gives you their no, password. They didn't spoil the big, like, Cthulhu monster at the end. Oh, the fucking Poseidon monster? <laughs> Jesus. It's like, it's like uh, did was someone playing Shadow of the Colossus when they were designing this monster? Let's, let's think they the biggest motherfucker we could make. Put their ass in the, the water. It wasn't even the right movie. He just got lost in the way to Aquaman. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, they were in the trench. Excuse me, guys. I heard there was an ocean master around here. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Damn, what else? Um, Yeah, I didn't really like that monster motherfucker. Not, not, no, not not that much. I mean, it was kind of clever that all these little bastards were attached, you know, to the papa bear that was, you know, reduced to what? water vapor within seconds towards the end of the movie. Um, damn, I'm sure there was more that I didn't like. I can't remember. <laughs> I, this is why I should take notes. But, um, okay, yeah, I'm really pissed off about Homeboy dying within. Because I thought Hollywood would have stopped this trend. I mean, LL Cool J didn't survive in Halloween H2O just for a dude to get killed off within the first 10 minutes of the fucking movie. Did Busta Rhymes survive? And Busta Rhymes. Yeah, he survived. Yeah, that was the next one, right? He beat the fuck out of Michael Myers. Um, Yeah, they didn't didn't survive for this. 
like what? <sighs> well, Ooh. if this guy was down at flip mode squad, maybe he would have survived. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit. I mean, everybody knows you're supposed to kill the light skinned dude. For... Never mind. Let me not go there. Wow. Yikes. Let me let me not go there. <laughs> I just bought Cabin in the Woods. I love that movie, and Jesse Williams didn't die fast enough. All right, Joey still hasn't seen that movie. We're, we've been trying to convince him for years to watch it. Yeah, I'll eventually. Again, brother, if you need my voodoo password, I will happily <laughs> give it to you. The fire stick will provide. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, Marcellus, what about you? What about some things you didn't like about the movie? Uh, not to echo too much of uh, what Didi said, but yeah, when the black guy died at the beginning and it was made evident that he knew he was going to die, like there was two helmets. One was was the faulty one, but the other one was a good one, and he gave it to Kristen Stewart. I'm like, you motherfucker! They couldn't, they couldn't fit, they couldn't have put another helmet in there. Like he had to sacrifice himself to save her. It's bullshit. So right Should've there, gave that shit to T.J. Miller. <laughs> right there, I was pissed. Right from that scene, right there, I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. It's a movie. It's fine, whatever. I'll get over it. But then I remembered before I watched it that the movie was supposedly like 90 minutes long. And dude, yeah, it was I, pretty short. Dude, it felt long to me. It felt like halfway through, I'm like, "Fuck, is it, this movie is still going on? Like, where, where's the good part? Where's the, when's the good stuff gonna come?" And it finally happened when, when uh, Kristen Stewart um, is going to the, uh, they finally make it to that base, and all you see are like the alien legs like hanging from them between her and the doorway. That's when the that movie starts to dope. get good. That's when I'm like, okay, now, now we're into it. But everything before that. Them dragging a guy across the the ocean, and uh, and them fighting um, uh, her and Vincent Vincent and Sal like uh, sacrificing himself to save her again. Uh, it just seemed like there there should have been, the, even though the pacing was fast, with it being underwater, and them using a lot of like the murkiness of it to not give you a good idea of where you were geographically. I understand that's you know it was probably done on purpose for the movie. But I didn't know where I was, and I didn't really care. Like something would happen, and I, you know, you can kind of make out what was going on. But without me, like really investing in these characters, and they give you very little little character development in a movie. Without me investing wow. in these characters, I didn't care if they got eaten or or, or not. I mean, I was rooting for uh, Jessica Henwick, obviously. But uh, other than that, yeah, I, I just wasn't invested in these characters. So I. I appreciate the directing. I just think the script could have been a lot stronger. It could have had a, a much yeah. stronger script. But that's why that's what I didn't like about it, the script. I got a quick question, though. Feel free to hit me up on my Twitter, Scientists of the World. Um, but when a motherfucker implodes underwater, is it supposed to look like when the Death Star blew up Alderaan? There's <laughs> only one way to find out. It's going to water. No, I'm not. The, <laughs> hell no. We're not supposed to know what's down there. That movie is a good indication. Stop going down there. You've seen them big ass crabs on um Google. If you know where to look, just no, stay out of the fucking water. <laughs> no, no. I don't want to know what's down there. Mm -hmm. Unless they're serving it at Red Lobster. <laughs> we got this from uh, seven miles beneath the ocean. Here you go. Enjoy it. As long as it's 1599 with like unlimited breadsticks, I'm good. <laughs> All right, Joey, what about you, dude? What did you not like about this movie? All right, well, this is the complete opposite of what you didn't like about the movie, Mark, but it felt way too short. Really? It felt like if you watched Aliens and it was like, or you watched Alien, sorry, that's the movie this is basically like trying to steal from. Um, so imagine you turn on Alien and it's like opening credits. Now the guy's on the table vomiting out the alien. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Like it never took, uh, it needed like 15 to 20 minutes at the beginning of the movie, like meeting all the characters. Yes, definitely. Because it, I, while I did appreciate that the movie literally starts in its go time, it was just, it got to a point where, and you're right, like you don't give a shit about the people in the movie. Because <laughs> like, when you, you kind of do a little bit, but like not really. And the attempts that they have to make you care are stupid. So, yep. It's like, oh, the captain. Oh, he had a card that said his daughter was dead. Like, okay, who cares? Like, gives a shit. He already blew up. <laughs> yeah, and and you're you are 100 percent right. Like the geography, like didn't make any sense. 
and it doesn't ha- it doesn't have to. Be. I understand what they were going for. Like you're underwater, you can't see. Like that's supposed to be the scary part. But that that's fine. But I shouldn't be like confused as to what's happening during an action scene. Like all of a sudden they were like standing on top of like a flower or something. <laughs> right. And there's like a monster like climbing on it, I think. And then it flew away, but there's, I don't like, I don't, I, I don't know what happened in that scene. Like, I don't understand <laughs> what was fucking happening in that scene. All and, I know is that I, someone was attached to someone and a creature was pulling someone and Kristen yeah. Stewart survived. Mm-hmm. That's all, that's all that matters. I, I guess like I, it was very hard to, to, to just get a sense of what was happening, where it was happening at times. And that was really frustrating. And then finally, like you said, Mark, finally she gets to the, they get to the main station and they get to that thing where all the monsters are on the bottom hanging. And that's like the best part of the movie. Yep. And it's over. <laughs> and then the movie ends, the end. Um, mm-hmm. I loved when the monster ate her. Yes. <laughs> and she blew the flare out <laughs> its back and climbed out. Like the movie needed a lot more of that. <laughs> exactly. More weapons. I know, but like maybe that's saved for underwaters. <laughs> <laughs> Underwater resurrection. Oh Jesus! Um, but I mean, there's there's a lot to like here, and like I said, it's a low budget, lower budget movie, and, and and it's it's fine. But there's just little sprinkles and tidbits, so this could have been really something special if they had taken a little more time and care. It really bothers me that we didn't get any time to invest in the characters at all. You know, at all. And I guess, like, maybe it was cut that way because they're like, we're going to, this has been sitting on a shelf for three years. We're going to dump it into theaters, get it as close to 90 minutes as you can, and we're done. Um, I I get it. But man, I would have loved an extra 15 to 20 minutes to really set up everything and explain, like, what they're doing, where they are, where everything they're trying to get to is. It's like, it it reminded me a lot of, uh, did you see Warcraft, Didi? Yeah. I, love that terrible movie well but do you remember in warcraft where like somebody would just start talking and be like blah 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 is son of blah 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 the father of blah 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 and you're just like i don't know what the fuck anyone is talking about <laughs> very true and then i remember i'm not getting a sequel which hurts right. um but that was how this was when he's like okay the drill of this base over here and blah 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 and you're like, i have no <laughs> fucking idea what you guys are talking about and then when you walk out into the ocean there's no like geography of where you are so it's just like uh, okay she's stumbling over around and then she finds like such and such drill and then she's safe for a couple hours and then she fi- walks outside and finds a different base and you're like, like what where, what is happening <laughs> well to, to be fair they did kind of set that up uh like it's a little bit of it is set up i believe in those newspaper clippings at the beginning which is no, why I was nah, trying nah, to memorize nah, it. I'm not, not reading fucking newspaper clippings. <laughs> Sorry. And then yeah. they showed the part. They did kind of, when when they caught up with the captain in the middle, he did kind of explain, like, what they were going to do. Like, this is where we're going to go, and this is how we're going to do it. But it wasn't really spelled out too clearly. And then once they started doing it, like you said, you, you couldn't make out, like, what, what was happening. At yeah, least so- in Aliens... Like, they show you on a map. Like, they're like, okay, you need to go here. And then they show, like, a map. And they're looking. Every, all the characters are looking at it. And so you get a ge- geographical idea of where everything is and where they need to go. Yep. Like, this was just like, yeah, we need to go here. And then it's just, like, blurry underwater. And then she stumbles into the thing. And you're like, what? So what you're saying is that this movie could have used Paul Reiser. Yes. Every movie could use Paul Reiser. But, <laughs> um, you know, and uh, again, uh, you know. This is a mid-budget, like... Mid-budget? Mid-budget January dump movie I'm trying to compare to a masterpiece, but, like, that's what it was aping, so, (laughs) you know, it is what it is. But for what it was, I enjoyed it, but, man, I got to tell you, some of those things really pissed me off. Like, God, it was so fast-paced. You never got a chance to breathe, which I guess was the point, but, like, sometimes it was just like something happens. You don't even get a chance to process it. And then something else is happening. I'm just like, oh, okay. And then characters are dying and you don't give a shit because you don't care about the characters. So. Right. Or the character you want to die doesn't die, even <laughs> though the writing is clearly set up. Uh, no, please get closer to the body. Go on. Oh, oh man. He lived. What the fuck? <laughs> Who are you trying to kill off in this movie? 
TJ Miller. Well, this was filmed three years ago, so he hadn't uh, sexually harassed anyone yet. And yet he was still on Sway in the morning. Oh, geez. No. Sway? But that's, but that says a lot about Sway. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Eminem's paying him, I guess. Whatever. Shade 45 is still a station people listen to, I guess. I don't listen to podcasts. Sorry. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Elitist motherfucker. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I love you, though. I love you, though. It's all good. We, we um. Yeah, I mean that was it. I don't like Kirsten Stewart as an actress. I just I can't I can't get into her. I just do not like her. I thought she was okay in this, but man, yeah, I mean she, she was tolerable. Right. She was tolerable. Um, Did look good in that underwear though. Yeah, but if you were to ask any of my homegirls, all they would say is "Please top me." But you know that's oh, Jesus. That's how that, that's you know. Shout out to them. I I don't discriminate. I mean, go ahead. I mean, I guess yeah, exactly. Just don't ask me to watch Twilight again. I made that mistake. Yeah, we're two movies into the saga on this show, and I don't know if we'll ever get further. Oh, we're going. We're Dog. doing it. Not that, not that, not that Just... you've seen two Christmas Stewart movies in a year, Joey. We're doing it. We're bringing it back. Oh God. Um, I don't know what you need to get through it, but <laughs> if it's legal in your state, I'd suggest that. You know, I did oh, like man. I did like when T.J. Miller called her a flat-chested elf. I thought that was pretty funny. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was that was it for me. So. Yeah. All right. So, Marcellus, let's get some ratings on this thing. Get it all wrapped up under the water. What did you think <laughs> out of five on a scale of zero to five? With five being the best and zero being the worst. You know, this movie kind of reminded me of uh, another movie we did last year called Overlord. I think that was the right. name of it. it right. It's the same kind of vibe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's a low budget, like hor- low budget, well, but... mid budget kind of horror movie that had some good things about it, but didn't quite uh, feel completed to me or it didn't have all of the pieces that I needed in order to enjoy myself. Uh, but it did have some really cool scenes. I will say the scene of her <laughs> blasting herself out of the, the alien when it, when it ate her, like, I thought that was a nice little nod to, to Alien. You know, you, you don't get to see the human come out of the alien's body. Uh, I, thought that was, uh, I thought that was really cool. So I'm going to give this movie a 2.5 out of 5. All right. That's, that's fine. Nice average rating. Uh, Didi, how about you? On a scale of one to five, 0 to 5, 5 being the best and 0 being the worst, what do you think of Underwater? Um, I give it 2... Uh, hip hungers out of uh, ten. <laughs> out of ten, it's out of five. Oh, I'm sorry, out of five. I'm sorry. God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I am kind of in the same boat as you guys. Uh, I'm at a two and a half out of five. You know, I didn't hate it. I didn't walk out of the movie theater angry or anything. Um, I'm glad I only saw it at a matinee and if it was on TV or like I said earlier, I got it cheap digitally or it was on Netflix or uh, $10, $5 Blu-ray special at Walmart or something, I'd be more than happy to have watched it. Um, but it's not going to knock anybody's socks off. Um, and it's certainly not going to be a cult classic or anything. Unfortunately, the, the very few cool parts are outweighed by it just being so fast and, and not really investing in the characters. So, uh, you know, two and a half out of five, a decent attempt. Um, there's something there. There's some bones of a really awesome movie here. Yep. Sadly, it does not live up to the signal, but that doesn't mean that maybe his next movie won't be cool. I didn't see anything technically that made me say, oh, fuck this guy. I don't want to watch any of his movies. Um, and in fact, I, I thought a movie looked great. Other than the underwater scenes where it was murky, and I think that might have just been an aesthetic choice. Um, the things where they're inside and all this stuff with the, especially the beginning when the place starts blowing up, even though that was abrupt, it looks fucking fantastic. Hell so yeah. Um, yeah. They, they definitely stretched their dollar as far as they could on this. And I'll definitely check out more movies by this guy. But as far as this one, I went two and a half out of five. So. That is underwater, but let's wrap it up. Let's get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Didi, what have you got for our listeners that they should be checking out? Um, if you have $5 to spare, 
Or if you like me, you got like a year free of uh, Apple TV Plus. Check out C. Um, because that show is fucking amazing, and I will watch anything Francis Lawrence does or is involved in in any way, shape, or form. And I have to say, this is one and probably my favorite uh, Jason Momoa role ever, and that says a lot. More than Conan? <laughs> uh, we don't speak about that, okay? More that, than that Bullet was... to the Head with Sylvester Stallone? <laughs> that was just terrible. They both needed money. Hey, Didi, do they um do they release those episodes like every week or do they dump them all at once um, to uh, binge them? Yeah, um, oh, I can't remember if it was uh, the morning show that was available immediately or some of those shows they do uh, weekly because I know that M Night Shalaman creepy doll boot uh, show is like uh, every week. Okay. So if you guys do get uh, Apple Plus, you can binge all of us. Uh, see, it's only eight episodes; they're about an hour long. And it's violent as fuck, which I love. And it's just a great story. Like, great story. Alfred Woodard's in there. A bunch of unknowns. Yeah, some good shit. Cool. Awesome. Uh, did you watch Watchmen yet? Oh, my God. Mm. You know, if there if there's no season two, then that's good because this, this, this series was perfect. I honestly don't need another one. But if they want to do a season two, how the fuck are they going to top season one? <laughs> I don't know, but we got to get Mark Ellis to watch it. That's the most important. Thing. Yo, what the heck? I don't, I don't have H, I don't have HBO, and uh, I know the internet provides, and I'll get I'll get. I to was it. just about to say, <laughs> I will get to it. But the internet, you know. internet provides until Mark's computer gets a virus, and then we don't have a podcast for like two months. <laughs> oh, that's exactly. right. Yeah, yeah. The last time the internet provided, the show was almost thrown off the rails for a week. But I'll tell you what, though, it's available digitally, and uh, when payday comes, I'll happily give you my voodoo password so you can check it out. Because <laughs> I'm buying that shit. Nice. It's a. It was amazing. Yeah, uh, it definitely, definitely stuck the landing. Uh, Mark Ellis, what do you got for the listeners this week? Uh, you know, ironically, the thing I was going to recommend, uh, you already did, Joey. Uh, this week, Parasite comes out on digital. Uh, I was hey. actually going to go see it in the theaters. Uh, and, and the the screenings for it are they're kind of far away and they're very limited. Uh, but the DVD is coming out. Uh, let's see, probably in about three weeks, or two or three weeks. But this week, uh, as you're listening to the show, uh, it will be available digitally, so you can actually get it the legal way uh, through Amazon and through whatever streaming uh, services you have. You can rent it. Uh, so that's my recommendation. I heard it was really good. I've been dying to see it all year. Uh, I didn't quite make it to do it last year, but I've been waiting for this. So uh, Parasite yeah. is available digitally. Check it out. Yeah, I loved uh, Snow. I know I loved Snowpiercer, and I love the host. Yeah. So I am really looking forward to seeing this. Mm-hmm. I love the host. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, um, Oscar nominations are well. They should already happen when you guys listen to this, and we know that she's going to be nominated for. Uh, Best foreign film because Oscar voters don't want to nominate good shit for a uh, best picture. <laughs> you never know; it could get it, it could sneak in there for best picture. When is the last foreign film to win best picture that ain't the artist? Damn it! I was gonna say the artist. Um, La La Land. Can we count? Um, that... <laughs> Fuck that movie. <laughs> Can we count the uh, Guillermo del Toro one? The fish movie? No, because that, that only... Oh, no. Oh, see, because you got me excited. I was thinking about uh, Pan's Labyrinth, but that only won Best Foreign Film, which pissed me off, but at least it won. So, no, that shit doesn't count. All right. I mean, unless you're into fucking fish sticks, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, two each their own. I don't kink shame. You know, that's that's your business, baby. That's your business. I'll still, I'll still subscribe to your OnlyFans. Just hit me up. Oh, my. Well, I will suggest that you guys go to SoWizardPodcast.com where to find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more. SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, now available on Pandora Radio. Just about anywhere under the sun you get podcasts. We are there. Check out our YouTube channel. Search Podcast on YouTube. There is Hours of coverage from Rhode Island Comic Con, New York Comic Con, 
Adam uploading videos weekly as well. We he just uh, uploaded a full playthrough of the first chapter of the Star Wars virtual reality game Vader Immortal. So you can watch that. I know you guys love seeing Adam waving the gun show around. <laughs> and uh, uh, also we have our Patreon. Patreon.com backslash so wizard podcast. Support the show monetarily and get extra exclusive episodes. This month is our review of Cats. And the only place to hear that is on Patreon. Uh, I will recommend that. <laughs> I don't have a recommendation. I'm sorry. <laughs> I will recommend you go see Cats. I'm not going to get into why you need to see Cats. Because that's going to be for Patreon. But man, it's not really like going to the movies. It's more like an experience. That's the best I can say about I'd that. rather sit through the room again. Cats. I've seen the room uh, probably ten times, four times in the movie theater. Jesus. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. (laughs) This was not as funny as The Room. There were multiple points in Cats where I did burst out laughing in the movie theater at the top of my lungs because it was just insane. But I would highly recommend that you find a coupon or a sucker to pay for you (laughs) and go see Cats. But that, my friends, is going to do it for episode number 284 of the So Wizard Podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts this week have been the one, the only, DD Sweets. 21 air drum salute for Neil Pert. Rest in power. Yep. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagan. Everybody have a good week. Uh, see what's going on with the Academy Award nominations. And we'll be talking about that soon. And Wakanda forever. See you guys next week. Good journey.